Welcome to day two of a very special series on the Best Day podcast on all things back to school. A three-day series bringing you everything you need to be fully prepared for a brand new school year and season. Whether you are a teacher, a mama with littles heading to the classroom, or just an incredible human that really has nothing to do with the back to school season other than being completely bombarded by it everywhere you look, there's something in store for each of you. Three episodes over three days to encourage you, inspire you, and remind you that you are doing a great job, that your life is meant for incredible purpose, and that even among the stress and the chaos, joy can still be found. Ready to have your best day as the best version of yourself? Well, friend, grab your iced coffee and let's get encouraged. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos? Driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day, all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to The Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Ailey, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, and to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friend, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 97 of the Best Day Podcast. Hey friend, welcome to day two of this very special back to school series on the Best Day Podcast. I am your host, Haley, and I am a teacher, a mama, a podcaster, and bringing you encouragement today specifically for moms. If you have little ones heading back to either the classroom, back to daycare, back to pre-K, or just in need of some helpful tips as you embrace the many, many transitions of life, I have six tips just for you. Now, here's the reality. All of us carry so much weight and so much load of all the responsibility as we juggle all the things throughout our day, whether that is parenthood or working or just dealing with all the many dreams and passions you have that rest on your heart. We all have so much on our plate and we're dealing with feeling overwhelmed and feeling stressed and I want this podcast to be a place to bless you and to give you motivation and encouragement so you can always feel as if every day is capable of being your best day, regardless of circumstance. 
And I'm so excited for today's episode to really give you helpful tips to manage the transitions of life. And specifically, this is geared towards tips for moms to help manage the transition of back to school. Now, I wanted to share that there is a very special freebie in direct connection with this episode. It is a back to school planning guide, a completely free download to help guide you as you plan for all things back to school. Print it out and use it weekly to help guide you through all the things that come with this new season designed to help you manage your home with a little more ease so that mornings and evenings can be full of less stress and more fun. Head to the link in the show notes to grab this freebie. All right, so here we are. I have mentioned multiple times, probably not a surprise at this point, I am a teacher. I'm in the middle of my 10th year teaching. We just went back to school for me and my son after a beautiful, wonderful, amazing summer. And the transition has been hard. And I know this is a transition that so many other women face, but the very first day heading back to the classroom for pre-planning and getting my son back to daycare after, you know, eight weeks together. And I do want to say I had a really important mindset moment in the last couple of weeks. I was focused so much on summer winding down and going back to the classroom that I really was taking for granted the beautiful gift of having time in the summer with my son. And it really helped my heart when I focused on gratitude in that moment of just being, wow, this is amazing. There's so many different jobs that don't get this opportunity of having this time off and this break and this reset. And goodness, I want to focus on this gratitude check. And so just wanted to share that with you because I think it's important to hear that I can struggle a lot and oftentimes when I focus in on a place of gratitude, it can really give myself a position check of putting my heart exactly where it needs to be. Well, the first day back was a disaster for actual drop-off. In order to get my son into the car, I had to bring both of his toy lawnmowers. Yes, he has two toy lawnmowers. One's a bubble blower, one's an actual toy lawnmower, but both of them were in the back seat of my car. And in order to actually get him to sit down in his car seat to allow myself to buckle him in, he was doing the whole stiff body thing, we had to go chase the garbage truck, which fortunately, by a beautiful miracle, the garbage truck had just picked up our trash. And so he turned his attention to the garbage truck and I was able to get him in the car seat to drive away. Now, of course, that meant once we got to the daycare building, we realized we were not tracing the garbage truck and that was a whole nother disaster, breakdown, meltdown, emotional turmoil, and started all of our days in a very, very rocky place. And of course, since then, just so you are aware, I have spent the last two weeks snuggling with my son, trying to get him to fall asleep hours past his bedtime. So I get it completely. Mamas, we do all the things. We try to help adjust and guide our little ones through a new transition And we oftentimes sacrifice ourselves in the process. And so this episode is for all of us. If you are anticipating a new transition or feeling overwhelmed by a new season of life, looking for helpful tips and just words of support as you embrace changes as a family, well, this is for you. And that's exactly what the back to school season is. Changes, transitions, the start of a new season, and that can make every single emotion run high for everyone within the household. And so I'm here to encourage you and to bring a solid arm of support to say, I see you and you got this with six tips 
for moms to help manage the transition of back to school. Okay, the very first tip here, number one, work on establishing more rhythm in your day. Now, if this is your thing, I'm going to go ahead and quickly shout out a very, very recent episode, episode 92. I bring on a sweet friend, Morgan, as we talk about helpful ways to bring more rhythms and routines into your day as moms that don't feel overwhelming. And that's a really awesome, encouraging conversation if you are wanting to look more into that. But be intentional with how you spend your time, specifically within your mornings, within the afternoons, within the evenings. Think of the hot pocket times of your day where there's a lot going on, right? When a lot of big changes are happening. So for back to school, this is when everyone is getting ready to get out the door. This also is when everyone's getting home from school or when everyone's getting ready to go to bed. Think of those specific times during your day and think through the things you do during that time and think through them with purpose. For example, think through your morning. Are there things you are doing during that time that are actually truly enriching the rest of your day? Can you take what it is that you're already doing and build a routine with it that everyone knows and can expect. That way, even on the mornings where you may oversleep or you have to fight with your little one to actually wear the clothes, there's still a rhythm to follow. And when there's a rhythm to follow, everyone kind of flows with it and knows what to expect, even when other things come up. And this is the same thing for the evening time and all the other big parts of the day where there's a lot of movement and change. And one thing to note as you work on establishing rhythm in your day, it doesn't need to be an over-the-top thing. It just needs to be simple, simple practices of intentionally thinking through the things you're doing and the actions you are taking to find more rhythm along the way. Now, step number two follows this incorporating more rhythm in your day. And step number two is to actually build a new routine, right? We all have routines that we do, whether we want to call them routines or not, but especially during the back to school season and really any season of change, we need to build a new routine because things are different. We're living differently than we did previously, right? There's new things that have to be done. And so take this opportunity to build a new routine that is simple, a routine that is simple and a routine that works. All right. So step two is all about taking the rhythm a step further by actually focusing in on one area one specific time within your day and build a new routine that works. Don't try to do this to all parts of your day. This can be something you gradually do over time. This can also be a specific time where you are either with the kids or without the kids, right? Maybe your new routine needs to be involving your own time that you have by yourself if that's the stage of life you're at right now while your kids are at school. Or maybe this needs to be when you guys are all together. And you'll know what you need, right? You'll think through your day and you'll think through what part of the day is a disaster. What part of the day do you get through that phase and you look to yourself and go, now I can finally breathe. I didn't realize I was holding my breath for the last 30 minutes. We all know that time of day. And maybe for some of us right now, it's multiple times of the day. But think through the one area that you know instantly, if I could fix this, this would make life easy. For our family right now, it's bedtime for my son. I know if I can build a new routine that is simple and works, that that is going to give me so much peace back and stress gone. 
but think through your time and figure out where you can establish a new routine that is simple and can actually work for you. The truth is back to school means there's way more things that need to be done, more things that need to be done in the afternoon, more preparations that need to be done during the evening, more things in the morning. So take all those things into account and think through where it is you're feeling the most stress and build a new routine for that. Number three, acknowledge the hard feelings. This is so important. Oftentimes we can skip over the emotional because it's heavy and it's hard and we already are feeling the big things. So let's just accept it and move with it. But we really need to make this a point of acknowledging the hard feelings, of taking what we are feeling and bringing it to the light and acknowledging it so we can move forward. This is so important. I love following Big Little Feelings. It's an amazing Instagram account that really talks about how as a parent to acknowledge the big feelings that your little one feels. And I was looking at one of their posts recently that actually addressed the back to school emotions of how hard it can be for little ones to deal with that separation anxiety. And while the drop off is so hard, we all know that 10, 15 minutes later, they're having so much fun, excited to be with their friends, excited to be with their class, but it can be a challenge. And one of the things that was recently shared was the importance of acknowledging the hard feelings. And this is so necessary. In fact, I tried this very recently with my family during one of our morning transitions. And my son was getting upset that I was leaving to go to work and that I wasn't able to drop him off. We are in a very clingy mom stage right now. And I simply looked at him and I saw that he was feeling big feelings. And I said, sweetie, I know you are feeling sad that I have to go to work and we're not going to see each other for a little bit. And that's okay. It's okay to be upset, but I know you're going to have a good day and you're going to have fun with your friends and I'm going to go to work and I'm going to have fun teaching. And then we're going to come back together. And that's going to be the best hug. That's my favorite hug during the day is when I pick you up from school. And what was really cool was I was just saying this in the moment because I thought, okay, this is just a last call here. I'm trying to prevent a massive emotional breakdown in the driveway. I read this last night as I was falling asleep. Maybe this will work. And oh my goodness, I watched as my entire son's demeanor on his face change and his lips stopped quivering and he put a smile on his face and he jumped into my husband's arms and was super excited to keep playing baseball in the front yard with, you know, my husband and I walked to the car, backed out of the driveway, and I, for the first time in two weeks, did not have anxiety as I was driving away thinking, okay, my son is crying. And that's my last thought, right? The last moment that I saw him for the day was having tears. And so it's such an important reminder for everyone to acknowledge the hard feelings, allowing your children to acknowledge the hard feelings, giving them a space to acknowledge the hard feelings, you acknowledging the hard feelings, modeling this within your relationship at home. This is so important and so healthy to make sure we are acknowledging the hard feelings and letting everyone know that it's okay to feel that way, that that's okay. Number four, model healthy ways to manage stress. The next few 
tips are really going to focus in on how we handle and manage our family by focusing on us first. And it's really important to make sure that we, as moms, we as women, we model healthy ways to do things. Because I know from experience that it can be easy to put ourselves last and it can be easy to not do the right thing and not prioritize the right things because we're overwhelmed. But during the season of transition and during this time, it's really necessary that we lead our children, our family through modeling healthy ways to manage stress. So for example, making sure that we are prioritizing the things that we need to take care of ourselves. This doesn't need to be in an overabundant way. This needs to be in a basic necessity way. What are the basic things we need to do if we are feeling very stressed and overwhelmed? Taking a moment to breathe deep, taking a moment to recenter yourself, having that conversation, telling your children right now, I'm feeling very overwhelmed because there's a lot that feels hard. And I know you in your day also have a lot that feels hard. And so I'm going to take a moment and I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to take a deep breath in and I'm going to take a deep breath out and I'm going to release what's causing me the stress. And I'm going to do it one more time. And you know, can you hold my hand and do it with me? Because that's going to make me feel more confident if I have your support in it. Or taking time to journal, fueling your body properly, stretching, making sure you're getting the right sleep, exercising, moving. All of these things are healthy ways to manage stress. And it's so important for us to model this for our family and for our children because they're going to go out into the world. And I see this all the time with my students And they're going to get stressed. And it's what an amazing gift we can give them by showing them this is how I'm handling it. And it might work. It might not. But at least it's a tactic I am using to try to move forward with more purpose. And it can be a real gift for the family. Number five, it starts with you. This new transition, this new season It starts with you. So set the example. Are you going to feel stressed? Yes. Are you going to feel overwhelmed? Of course. Are there going to be days where you're like, what in the world is going on? I feel like I can't breathe. Yes. However, you have the wonderful ability to set the example for the pace of the morning and the evening. And so do that with this bold sense of purpose and excitement and joy and enthusiasm. What are the emotions you want your family to feel? right? How do you want your children to feel? How do you want the energy level to be? Do you want it to be exciting and fun and we're going to embrace the day and we're going to be so excited about this beautiful day ahead of us where we're going to learn and we're going to hang out with friends and we're going to be challenged and grow? It's really all about the mindset. So embrace this awesome mindset of opportunity, of growth, of positivity and lead with that example. And this should be something that is exciting. As I'm talking about this, this excites me. It refreshes my own mind into thinking, okay, what an awesome opportunity as I'm getting ready for the day and as I'm driving into work, as I'm dropping my son off at daycare, what an amazing opportunity it is to model where my heart's at and where my head's at. And so have fun with this. Lead with 
joy and be the example because it does start with you and your kids are watching you and they're looking at you and they are learning so much by what you do. Number six, less is more. I think this is so important to end with as the final tip. Less is more. Don't try to do it all at once because it's not going to work. Don't try to fill in all the gaps or build all the routines. Don't try to micromanage everyone and everything. Everyone is experiencing this change within this new season of life, especially as this shift goes back to school, especially as your kids have more structure in their day than they've been used to. Therefore, please remember less is more. One solid routine is better than none. And one solid routine is better than several half thought out, put together last minute plans that don't really work because they haven't really been thought through. So remember, less is more. Okay, so those are six super powerful tips for you as you head into this new season of life. Step number one, work on establishing more rhythm in your day. Step number two, build a new routine that is simple and works. Number three, acknowledge the hard feelings. Number four, model healthy ways to manage stress. Number five, it starts with you. So set that example. And number six, less is more. I hope you feel encouraged. I hope you feel excited through this episode. I do want to share two other episodes that you might really want to listen to if this is something that really spoke deep to your heart. Episode 23 is all about how to move from this place of overwhelm with all things back to school and really function from a place of peace. So a back to school to-do list to really help guide you and your family this school year. And then the second episode I want to reshare with you is episode 31, which is all about encouragement for moms balancing working full-time and mom life. And so two little episodes there that you may want to listen to as you have the time to just continue to encourage your heart And I am so excited to continue to do this back to school series. Our first episode of the series was yesterday, all about motivation for teachers. Today, all about the moms. And tomorrow is for everyone else, all of you, everyone in the world who just simply needs some encouragement and a mindset reset for this new season, regardless of if you're going back to the school or not. So Excited to meet you back here tomorrow for another episode of the podcast. Until then, friend, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.